at this time. I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yassi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhak for either storytelling, Kaya from the Mayach, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, others of Bunim program, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your basyakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbsch's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Wowie kazowie. All right, so now we're ready to start the story. Okay, um, all of a sudden, uh, my headphones don't seem to be so loud anymore. What happened? Oh, okay, testing. One, two, one, two, one, two. What are you doing, Yossi? I'm testing the headphones. What does it look like I'm doing? Oh, it looks like you're testing the headphones. Okay, uh, drop more. Or maybe because I'm am I too far from the microphones, is that it? Nope, perfect, okay. 
Uh, you're, you're just perfect. You're always perfect. I'm not perfect. Only Hashem is perfect. Oh, good point. Okay, you got a story? Uh, of course I got a story. What do you think I came here for? Oh, uh, okay, so uh, what's the name of the story? <clears throat> okay, the name of the story is called The Chortkov Rebbe and the General. Oh, wow, where'd you get the story from? Well, uh, somebody called me up and asked me if I could tell this story, and uh, he told me it happened with the Chortkov Rebbe, and I said, which one? <laughs> and he said, that's a good question. So I heard the story, and I heard the possibilities, and I heard about the Chortkov Rebbe, and I did a little research, and I think this thing happened with, are you ready for this? I think it happened with the very first Chotka Rebbe. Oh, wow, the very first Chotka Rebbe? Mm, that's correct. It happened with the very first Chotka Rebbe. Okay, so this story has to go, wait a minute, you got to give us a little background. All right, I'll give you a little background. What do you want to know? Well, uh, which Chotka Rebbe is it? I told you, it was the first one. But what's his name? Oh, you want to know his name? Ah, so his name is Rabdavid Moshe Friedman. Rabdavid Moshe Friedman? Yes. Ah, uh, what year, what year, what year? Oh, he was born in 1828, but <laughs> it's funny, I saw some sources today that said he was born in 1827. So, uh, maybe it was at the end of 1827, so therefore they call it 1828. I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, and, and when was he nifted? 1903. Wow. And then the next Rebbe? Uh, uh, well, we're not going to talk about the next Rebbe. Oh, so uh, who was his father? Well, I believe, I think he was, um, one of the Regina Kinderlach. One of the Regina Rebbe's Kinderlach? Yeah, you know, a lot of his Kinderlach, you know, they started, uh, Different offshoots from the Hasidus. Oh, wow! Very interesting. So, uh, when did he become the Chortkava Rebbe? Ah, when he became the Chortkava Rebbe. Ah, he became the Rebbe of Chortkav, or Chortkav, the way they say it in Yiddish, or Chortikov, whatever they say it in Polish, whatever. Anyways, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, speaking about Polish, uh, is this shtetl in, in, in Poland? Yes, it is. Right now, that part of Poland is in the Ukraine. Oh, did it move? It picked itself up and it went over there? No, 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 no. It didn't pick itself up and go there. It's just that until 1939, <laughs> it was part of the uh, Second uh, Polish Republic. Oh, <laughs> Second Polish Republic. Where was the first? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't research that. I'm just researching what I need to know for the story. Oh, so you do got a story. Oh, it's written all over that card? No, 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 this is just the highlights. Oh, yeah, oh, let me see. I don't understand a word you wrote. <laughs> I wrote it in shorthand. No, your hand looks pretty long. It's not so short. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, see, can I start the story? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this story goes back quite a number of years ago. And it had to be anywhere from 1865 till about 1903. And why do you say that? Oh, uh, why do I say that? That's because about uh, 14 years after uh, Rabdovid Moshe Friedman's uh, father was Nifta, so he went over and he moved to Chortkov. And when he moved to Chortkov, 
which was... I know, it was in the Tanopo Volvodorship of the Second uh, Polish Republic. Right. Until 1939. Uh, right. Uh, you were paying attention very well. But how did you know about the Tanopo Volvodorship? How did you know about that? Oh, because I looked over your shoulder. Ah, you looked over my shoulder. Okay. Anyways, we're going to go to a certain shtetl that's near Chortikov. However, in the story, when I researched it, it didn't have a lot of names. So some names. I know, we're just going to make them up so we don't have a bologna story. I mean, a bologna and bologna story. Right, 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 right. Not bologna. Bologna is what we eat. Right, right. Okay, so anyways, this is what happened. There was a general, and since he has a lot of parts, the general, so we're going to have to give him a name. Okay, what name do you want to give him? Okay, how about General Schlechtekop? Schlechtekop. <laughs> That's a good name, General Schlechtekop. Okay, so what happened? Anyways, General Schlechtekop was a very big signer from Yisrael. He hated the Eden very, very much. He hated them extremely. He hated them quite a lot. And I just want you to know, he hated them a tremendous amount. He was what you would call a groisa antasmit, a big Jew hater. But he also was a general. And therefore, since he was a general, he had certain responsibilities. And the responsibilities that they gave him was... They had him as a general guest where? <laughs> he was a general of a general store, right? <laughs> no, no, that's a good one, Yossi. I like that one. Anyways, no, he was not a general of a general store. He was a general of that particular shtetl. But he looked for trouble. He looked for trouble? Why? Well, uh, you know, he's trying his best to make people have a, uh, you know, like a bad time. A real bad time. Oh, really? That's terrible. Yes, it was. So anyhow, let me tell you what happened. We're going to go to the shtetl, and we're going to see a typical day with General Schlechtekop. Oh, and, 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 and did he meet up with the Chortikov Rebbe? Not yet. Oh, okay. So you might want me to tell the end of the story before the beginning. That's a good idea. Okay, so anyways, here's what happened. Okay, we're going to go to a typical day in Chortikov. General, are you ready? Yes. I'm very ready. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, excuse me, General. What is it, Yassi? How come you sing like a Jewish song? Oh, you're right. I'm I'm a big uh, anti-Semite, so I can't sing a Jewish song. Yeah, boy, bim. Oh, Hey, excuse me, this my store? Who do you think it is? It's a Bayeslein store, but he's letting me use it. <laughs> Don't be such a wise guy. <coughs> but I am a wise guy. I'm very smart. How about you? 
I'm smarter. Uh, you could think so. You could think like that. What'd you say? I said, oh, that's nice to know. Very nice. Ah, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> Glad you're having a laugh. Now, what can I do for you? Would you like to come in and buy something in my store? Uh, no. I want to know why it's dirty in front of your store. Dirty in front of my store? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. I mean, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to insult you that way. <laughs> but, you know, think about it for a moment. I'm an old man, and I owned this store for so many years, and I have to come out here every five seconds to sweep up. That's not logical. The winds blow here every now and then. I could sweep, and then the winds blow some garbage here. So I sweep once in the morning when I come, and once in the evening when I go home. Not good enough. What do you mean, not good enough? Uh, show me where it says it in the law. It doesn't have to say it in the law. It just has to say it in my law. In your law? What do you mean, your law? <laughs> exactly what I said. <coughs> in my law. Whatever I say goes. So, not clean. Uh, you have to pay a fine. A uh, fine? Everything is fine until you came, yes. <laughs> so, you're trying to be a wise guy again. I can't help if I'm a smart person. What do you want? Now you listen to me. I am going to find you uh, in the mini mini more, get your tiger by the toe, if you like. What exactly are you doing? I'm trying to figure out how much I should charge you. All right, let's see how much garbage you have here. A sizable amount here. Okay, this time I charge you five slotis. But I come by here again, any time I come by, if I find that your place is dirty again, I'm going to make it ten slotis, then twenty, then forty. Uh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, I, 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 I don't care if you have to hire someone to sweep every second. Yeah. <laughs> But then I don't make so much money from my store, and I need to pay my rent, and I need to buy food for my family, and I need to... And you need to pay your fine. <laughs> and of course, some people would go and complain to the Chotka Rebbe. They would travel over there, wasn't so, so far, and they would come to the Rebbe, and they would say to him, Hey, Ligger, hey, Ligger, Rebbe. Let me tell you, I was in front of my store, and the machine Ante Smith, General Schlechterkopf, he came by, he looked on the floor, he sees a piece of paper or something, the wind blew it over, what do you expect, I should go clean up every second? It's not possible, and if I hire somebody to sweep whenever a piece of paper falls, I'm not going to make so much money to support my family, and I have to marry off children too. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what should I do? Hey, you don't talk to the Rebbe. Wait a second. You're not supposed to be here. I could talk to the Rebbe if I want to. Uh, excuse me, guys. Uh, don't get mixed up. General, go back home. All right, I'll go back home. Okay. And follow the script. Uh, okay, I'll follow the script. And you continue with the Chotka Rebbe. Uh, thank you, Rebbe Herbs. Thank you. All right, now, where was I? Uh, you're on page five. Oh, yeah, thank you. Okay, now, anyways, where was I? Page five. Okay, so it is making life miserable for us. He's always looking to make tourists for inns. 
So what should we do? And the Heidegger Chotka Rebbe said, Herzog Zizalmen, all as you have to do is be mispalel to the Heidegger Rebbeinishalelem. That's what you have to do. You have to be mispalel to the Heidegger Rebbeinishalelem and Mitzvahem, everything be fine. Okay, I'm going to try. And of course, people were mispalel. And of course, things were still getting out of hand day after day after day. And one day, there was this family. Ah, everything is gewaldic. No, so what's for supper? Yeah, Hashem, you're home. Okay, well, we have a nice supper today. We have two potato peels mixed into the water. We cook it up with a button. I mean, well, we took out the button, so uh, we don't have to eat the button because we used it for the last 12 soups, you know. So this time I found I was able to afford to buy two lima, lima beans. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So now we can have a vegetable soup, <laughs> a legume soup. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Okay, so have the eight kindalach sit around, and uh, how many different ways can we pretend uh, a piece of bread is a chicken sandwich or a steak sandwich or a pastrami sandwich or whatever? As many as you want, Tati. Yeah, Tati. As many as you want. Yeah, Tati. Whatever you want. We got good imagination from this. I'm sure that a bunch of will make you um, be successful in business one day. <laughs> I hope so too. All right, in the meantime, uh, let us sit down and let us eat our meal. And sure enough, this particular family, which we'll call the Zanville family, they sat down and they sat down to eat. Yep, they sat down to eat. Yes, uh huh. Okay, they sat down to eat. And what they did was they were unaware they were going to have a visitor. And they were sitting and eating. Well, my piece of challah is like man. Yeah. Oh, I'm eating a, a hot pastrami sandwich. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I wonder if a hot pastrami sandwich tastes like a piece of raw bread. <laughs> a little stale, Tati. But I, I understand. That's what we can afford. Well, that's it. That's what we can afford. Azoigaitis. Okay. Eh, hey, Mirala, what about you? Uh, how come you're not eating? Oh, my, my pastrami is very hot, so I'm waiting for it to cool down. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, you all have good imagination. I like that. Very nice. Okay, let us continue eating. And they were eating, and of course they were making jokes to keep their spirits high. And they never lost their betachen in Rabbi Nishalaylam. But then came that knock on the door. Uh, somebody's knocking on the door. Okay, Shandy, you go get the door. Okay. Okay. Um, who is there? Open up the door. Um, Tati? Yes, who's at the door? It sounds like a big bad wolf. A big bad wolf? <laughs> what do you mean? It sounds like a mean voice. Oh, one second, let me see. Uh, who is there? It's me. The general, Schlechtekop, open the door, or I will have my men break down the door. Oh, uh, take it easy. Don't break down the door. 
After all, this house belongs to you. If you break down the door, you'll have to pay to fix it. Or I can leave you without the door. Uh, you could do that, but uh, then, uh, well, we won't get into that. Ah, what you're going to try to tell me? That you're going to deduct it from the rent if you have to fix it yourself? Well, that's why I'm here. To fix the door? But it's not broken. Not yet. Open that door! Okay, okay, I'm opening the door. Ah, would you like to come in? Yes. Would you like to join us for supper? Yes. We have hot pastrami. Really? I don't smell any hot pastrami. Oh, use your imagination. What's the matter with you? Use my imagination? Yeah, I smell stale bread. That's our hot pastrami. That's your hot pastrami. <laughs> Funny joke. Okay, I'm here on serious business. Oh, really? Uh, what's the serious business? Tomorrow is the day you have to pay rent. Uh, yes, that's correct. You have the rent? Oh, so what does it have to do with the price of uh, tonight? Uh, tonight has nothing to do with the price of tea in China. Notice I have the to at uh, the price of tea in Hoopitsville. I don't care. Listen to me very carefully, and you will understand what I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, and what is it that you're going to tell me right now? I'm going to tell you straight out. I know that sometimes you've been paying your rent a little bit late. You don't pay on the first of the month. You sometimes pay in the middle of the month. Not going to happen anymore. I'm telling you right now, if you cannot pay the rent tomorrow, <laughs> all of it, <laughs> I will throw you and your wife and your eight kinderlach out from this house. What do you say? I say you're a very mean anti-Semite. What do you say? Oh, Baruch Hashem, he's such a big fella. He's a little bit on the heavy side. And his ears are stopped also. He doesn't hear so well. Probably from the battlefields. <laughs> I said, um, is Hashem. That means with Hashem's help, uh, we'll have the rent money uh, for you uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. No problem. I'm going to have rent tomorrow. Be'ez Hashem. What do you mean, Be'ez Hashem? What does this mean? That means with the help of Hashem. If Hashem wants me to have the rent tomorrow, I guess I will. Can I ask you a question while I have you here? Sure. What is the question? Why do you make my rent so high? What do you mean I make your rent so high? My rent is very reasonable. Well, uh, if it would be reasonable, then I would be able to have some money to have real pastrami at my table, real chicken at my table, and real vegetables at my table. But right now, basically, I can only afford some stale bread. Bread that the bakery can't sell anymore, and that's what I buy very cheap, and that's what I'm feeding my family with. Now, if you would charge a normal rent, I mean, a house like this should not be going for 500 rubles. A house like this that we're renting should go for maybe 200, 300 rubles. Don't you tell me what to charge. I am the general here. I'm in charge of law and order here. <laughs> and I'm also in charge, not just law and order, I'm in charge of uh, uh, many buildings because I own them. It just so happens I own your house too. 
Uh, well, can I ask you another question? What? What? Now? How many questions you got? Well, I'm Jewish, and we learn by asking questions. All right, all right. What's your question now? Okay, my question is a very simple question. Yeah? What's so simple about it? Well, if you let me ask it, I'll tell you. You see, um, across the street, there's a house that you own, very similar to mine. And he's only paying two, three hundred dollars. Why do I have to pay the five hundred? You know, the five hundred zlatas. He's paying two hundred, three hundred zlatas. And me, I got to pay five hundred zlatas? We have the same exact size house. Why? <laughs> because he's smart. What do you mean he's smart? I'm also smart. Ah, yeah, yeah, you're smart. But he's smarter. He knows. I will try to get five hundred zlatas from him. He'll go somewhere else. But, but, but us Jews, we have no place to go. That's right. Right now, this is one of the friendliest places around for you. So if you want to stay, you can only stay if you pay our rent because you have no place else to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you pay so much rent. Have me the 500 rubles, uh, 500 slatters tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but but as was I whatever you said, okay, fine, fine. And so the next day came. The rooster crowed. <coughs> and of course, he woke up. Woke up. And Zanbo, after he washed his neck of Vasa, and he got himself ready, and he went to Shul to Davin. And then after Davening, he came home. But when he came home, he didn't want to wake anybody from his family. So he quietly went to that little jar that they gradually put aside the money to pay the rent. He took down the jar. He opened it up. And he poured out all the Zlatis and, and uh, whatever there was, the groceries and everything. Put it out on the table. And as he poured it out on the table, <coughs> as he poured it out on the table, he started to count them. Ah, good morning. Why you have your window open when you're counting money? You shouldn't be doing something like that. Oh, oh, Herschel, I didn't notice you there. Well, I'm not going to have this money for long. Of course you're not going to have it for long. Somebody's going to see you counting your money. They're going to come in and they're going to steal it. Well, there's not much to steal. I'm just seeing to see if I have enough money for the rent. Ah, if you don't, you can come to me, Ursula, and I'll lend you some money. Oh, yes, I'd appreciate that. Thank you so much. And no problem. That's what neighbors are for. That's what friends are for. Call yourself. Call yourself. Yeah, that's what I said. Anyways, and we care for each other. So uh, you tell me how much you have. You know, I wait. You know, you count your money. I, I wait. All right. So let me see. I have 200 zlatis altogether and uh, 200 zlatis and one groschen. 200 zlatis and one groschen. How much do you need to pay then? I need to pay 500 zlatis. Um, could you lend me the rest? Uh, um, I can give you two groschen if you want, and maybe uh, other people can give you also, you know what I mean? All right, whatever you say. Uh, whatever you can give me is fine. I mean, I mean, if you can give me more, call it, call it. If you can't give me more, you know, well, I understand. Yeah, you understand, eh? All right, nishka Okay, fine, fine, 
Not a problem. All right, uh, I'll give you whatever I can. Two groschens is what I can give you. And, of course, he went around collecting. So, uh, I don't want you to be thrown out of your house. Ich weiß, I know what this general uh, Schlechterkopf is like. Oh, yeah, I know what he's all about. No, no, you don't have to tell me twice. Let me see what I can get. I, I, I can give you one slatter. This is a, a, a good week for me. I can give you up to one slatter. And by the time the end of the day came, he counted the money, and the money amounted to only 253 zlatis. And, of course, he didn't bring it to the general. The general came to him towards the evening. Open the door! Zanville, you can't hide from me! <coughs> uh, uh, yes, you uh, can't hide from me! I know, I know I can't hide from you. Not a problem. So you listen to me, and you listen to me very, very carefully. I'll open the door, and do me a favor, come in nicely. Ah, don't tell me what to do. I'm the general here. All right, I come in like a faird. <laughs> Make mud all over your floor. <laughs> well, it's your floor, too. Ah, but you have to clean it. <laughs> okay, you didn't come to me this morning with the rent. I know. And you didn't come to me at noontime with the rent. I know. And you didn't come to me at supper time with the rent. I know. And you still didn't come to me for the rent. I know. So I came to you for the rent. Oh, I know. Oh, do I know. All right. And now you're going to give me the rent because I'm here for it. Well, I'll have to be honest with you. I only have... Well, I only have... um. <coughs> What do you have? What do you have? What do you have? I, I only have um, 253 zlatis. 253 zlatis. You don't have all 500. Okay, I'll be nice. I take your money. Oh, thank you so much. And as soon as the general Schlechterkopf took the money, not only did he take the money, but he pocketed it. And then before he could, you know, like anything could happen, meaning like uh, before good old Zanvil could take back the money... All of a sudden, what he did was a very interesting thing. He went over and he said, All right, now, you and your family could pack your bags and leave the house. One minute. You took our rent. I took part of what you owe me. Now you listen to me carefully. You want to live in this house? You have to pay me the rest of the rent. You can't pay the rest of the rent? Out on the streets. Oh, but, but you don't understand. It, 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 it's cold outside. I don't care. And, and, and I get you cold. And what about my kinderlach? I don't care. Uh, what about my wife? I don't care. Oh, I see. And what do you care about? I care about money. <laughs> I'm making trouble for you. <laughs> so much fun. Ah, oh, it gives me good feeling. Um, not sure you're going to like this feeling. It, it's kind of mean, you know. How could you throw a family of eight children with a mama and a tata outside in the street? I mean, how could you do something like that? You want to see me? Pedro! Ah, ah! Come in here! Throw them out with all their stuff now! And of course the soldiers went in. They threw their belongings out. They threw the people out. And they put a padlock right on top. Yeah! Yeah! Too bad. We're we go now. Yes. <coughs> we go now. Yes, indeed. 
<laughs> Anytime you have the rest of the rent, eh, you come and pay me. You wait too long, you're going to have to pay me more. Oh, okay. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. Oh, he pays me. I think he's gone too far. He threw us out in the middle of winter. Don't worry. I just had to wait until the machine went away. What do you mean? What do you mean? Did you see what he did? Of course I saw what he did. You couldn't miss it. He threw all your stuff out. You hear all the noise down the whole, the whole village over here. The guns are stettled, my health is. You know, we hear the, the noise throughout the whole entire stettle. Now, you listen to me good. I don't want you to sleep on the streets. I think you could stay by me, okay? All right? You know what I mean? Come, come. Well, let, me, let me help you with your things. Oh, thank you so kindly. You're such a tzaddikal. Ah, I'm just a yid. Come on, let's go, let's go. And, of course, they schlepped in his stuff, and they brought it to Herschel's house. And then Herschel sat down with him and said, You know something? You must be very hungry. You know, so let me give you a meal. Kinderlach, you're hungry? Yes, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we give you. And your wife, too, don't worry. Thank you so much. And no problem, we give everybody. Okay. And, of course, they had a decent meal because Baruch Hashem Herschler was a little bit better off than Zandl. Then Herschler had an idea. You know something? Everybody here is starting to pick up the people, meaning he's starting to pick on, I should say, not pick up. He's picking on the people by the stores. He's charging them as uh, lattice left and right, claiming the store is, is dirty in the front and it should be clean. And then some of the people, they couldn't believe that they finished sweeping and all of a sudden it's dirty so fast. They saw that some of his soldiers would go when the people are not looking outside and throw the stuff down. One minute. If they weren't looking, then how did they throw garbage down? That's because they weren't looking outside, but they were looking from the inside of the store to the outside, and they saw. And, of course, the general denies it. This general is in Gansin, Michigan. Is our Groysa Ante Smith. He hates Eden with a passion, and it, we have to stop him. But what can we do? I, uh, you know what I was thinking? I had an idea. Yeah, what's your idea? I hope you're not going to say we should form an army and go against him because he's a soldier, a professional. No, no, chas v'sholem. We go to Das Teira. Das Teira? That's a new yeshiva? No, 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 no. You know what I mean. When we have a problem, we go see a tzaddik. Ah, very interesting idea. I like that idea. You know, the nearest tzaddik that I heard about is the Chotkev Rebbe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rebbe from Chotikov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very highly good tzaddik. Abdulit Moshe Friedman. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the Regina Rebbe's Kinderlach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah, my information is correct, no? I hope so. I mean, you researched it. No, no, I didn't research it. Rabbi Earps researched it. Is your information correct? From the source that I saw, that's what it said. Uh, okay, so we continue now. So I think you should go to the church killer ever. All right, I'll go. And sure enough, the next morning, he got on his wagon with his horse. And, of course, he had to borrow the horse because <laughs> he had to sell the horse to pay whatever he could for the rent. So he really didn't have much. So he borrowed his neighbor Herschel's horse and the little wagon, and he galloped off. And, of course, the horses were bouncing up and down. And they were bouncing up and down. And as he was going on and on, 
what ended up happening was an amazing thing. He comes to the Chotkele Rebbe, and there's a long line over there, and the shamash takes a look. Oi, Look at this, there's a man over here. Yes, what can we do for you? Uh, well, I have a... Ah, your face says it all. I'll go to the Rebbe and see if it'll take you. Hi, little Rebbe. Hi, little Rebbe. Should you somebody by the name of uh, jean He's from the next shtetl over, and he says that uh, he needs to speak to you very, wichtig, very important. All right. Uh, is he going to see me or not? You're waiting at the door. Sure, send him in, send him in, send him in. Ah, for Hashem, I can go in. Okay, uh, please sit down. Now, what is the problem? Well, you know, our shtetl has that uh, very big anti-Semitish uh, general, Schlechtekop. Yes, yes. I've heard so much about him, unfortunately. Well, Rebbe, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I think this time he went a drop too far. A drop too far? What do you mean, a drop too far? Well, it seems to be that, well, you know, his charges are very high rent. He charges fines. Any time he could do something bad and make trouble for the Jewish people, he does. But this, 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 this... Please, don't cry. Just tell me what it is. All right. Well, <laughs> this morning? No, actually, it was yesterday morning. Uh, 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 well, because I couldn't sleep so well. I was so disturbed and upset about it. <coughs> yes, yes. What happened? Well, he went over. Wait a second. Don't tell me. Sitting on your face. <gasps> he threw you and your family out? Why? B -b because I, I couldn't afford the rent. <sighs> yo, 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 yo. He's gone too far. And the Rebbe closed his eyes. A few moments later, he opened it up. He says, you, go back to your shtetl. Things are going to start getting better. It may take a little time, but it's definitely going to start. You will see. You will see. And sure enough, he went back. He didn't know what the Rebbe meant. But later on that day, the poets, not the poets, sorry, excuse me, I mean the general. Yes, I mean the general. The general had one son. One son? Yes. Was he a big son? And then he had a friend, Serish? Very good. No, he was the big son and the little son together. Oh, so he was a sunny boy. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. <coughs> okay, anyway, so let me tell you. So he had his son, and I couldn't find out exactly how old the son was. But judging from conversations that the mother seems to have. Obviously, he's not a four-year-old, but obviously, he's not a teenage teenager, okay? So he might be like 12, 13 years old, something like that. Anyways, he went to get something from the barn. Okay, let me just open up the big barn doors. Uh, right now, I open the big barn doors. Yeah, let's see now. Now I gotta bring out some hay for the horses to eat. Yeah, let's, how am I gonna get the hay? It's all the way up there on the top of the loaf. Of course, I'll do what I always do. I just take this ladder here. 
Lily gets here, and I'm going to climb up the ladder. And, of course, he started climbing up the ladder. It was about 15, 20 feet towards the top of the ladder when all of a sudden Hashem caused one of the rungs to snap. <coughs> and all of a sudden, this boy, Ivan, fell from the ladder. Whoa! <coughs> and he hit the ground with a big thud. But Mamish, when I say a thud, I'm in a big thud. And it was a very, very big thud. Oh, indeed it was. It was a very big thud. Now, let me tell you something what happened. He didn't get up right away. His father came running. What happened? What happened? What happened? What was that noise? What's going on here? Hey, hey, Ivan. Ivan, get off the floor. I can't understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got a bruise on your head. <laughs> All right, we'll put uh, something on your cold compressor, something. Oh, did you break anything? Excuse me, what'd you say? <coughs> I'm sorry not to understand you. Okay, maybe I need to give you a little shake-up, a little you wake yourself up. Boom, 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 boom. How are you now? Ay, ay, ay. Eh, eh, oh boy, oh boy. I better call my wife over here. Um, eh, um, um, eh, Catherine! Catherine! Come here! Yes, what is it over here? What is the problem? Oi, oi, oi! Oi, vey! Stop using Jewish phrases. Look at him. Hey, what happened, Ivan? Are you all right? <laughs> I think he fell off the ladder and he hit his head. I don't understand him anymore. Uh, maybe he should rest a little bit and we'll see what he feels like tomorrow. All right. Take a rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And so, Ivan took a rest. He went to sleep early that day, woke up the next morning, and his father came in. Ah, Ivan, good morning. How are you feeling today? All rested up? Uh, right. Uh, did you understand the word he said? No, I don't understand the word he said. I don't understand him. We have to get a doctor. Quick, go call the doctor. All right, I called doctor. And of course he ran as fast as he could. And he got a doctor. And the doctor starts to come in. All right. Let me see what the problem is. How are you, young man? Tell me what's wrong. You see? All right. So you have had time to talk, eh? All right. Let's see. Any bones broken? Oh, nothing broken your feet. Nothing broken in your arm. Nothing broken your nose. <laughs> Something breaking your head inside. All right. Let me see. Maybe you catch a fever. Oh, no fever even. You not have no fever. Hmm. Maybe I have to do some bloodletting. Let out a little bit blood. Let's try that a little bit. Take off pressure from your head. 
and it drained a little bit of blood, of course. That was called bloodletting in those days. And then, of course, he waited a while. Okay, so, how you feel? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't think that I could help him. Uh, you can't help him? My boy, you have to help my boy. You have to. This is your job. You're a doctor. I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. I'm sorry. I can't help your child. No problems? Huh? You taking my voice? Oh, I was just going to imitate you. You were going to say? Yes, I was going to say I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. So I said your part. Now I'm going to say my part. What is your part? Get out of here. You call yourself a doctor? I'll get a better doctor. And sure enough, he went to get a better doctor. And he paid him more money. But the more doctors he got, didn't matter. No matter how many doctors he got, nobody could cure his son. Meantime, on the streets, in this little shtetl, word got around. Sure, did you hear the latest? Oh, oh, oh. yes, I heard the latest. Isn't it Gewaldic? I heard that the Chotkarev was Mispalel, that they should come and end then, and that he, the, 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 the general had one thumb, and he got sick, something he doesn't talk. <laughs> a hoin is a cloner. It's, it's a punishment, an oinish for what he's doing to us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think so, too, because a little bit after, Zandl went to see the Chotkin Rebbe and told him that the Rebbe told him enough is enough, and this is going to end very soon. So then he fell off the ladder, and ever since then he didn't know how to talk. <laughs> it's a struf. It's a punishment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And eventually... The rumors and the words reached all the way, all the way, all the way where? <clears throat> you were so quiet until I know, it's so exciting. I thought I would know this story, but I apparently don't. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay, anyways, so um, it reached all the way to the mansion of the general, his wife. All right, I heard all that I want to hear. That rabbi is a holy rabbi. I've heard from other people, too. I want you to go to the rabbi. Me? 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 No, no, no. The general. Stop acting like the doctor. All right. What do you want? I want you to go to the rabbi. No. <laughs> you make joke. I not go to rabbi. <laughs> if anything... I make more trouble for Jewish people. If my son doesn't get cured, I make trouble. But it seemed to be, the more he tried to make trouble for the Jewish people in that shtetl, the worse the speech problem came, because he started to act a little bit mishigar with it. Instead of just going when you say, uh, Ivan, how are you? Instead of going, he started to act a little more mishiga because obviously he was getting frustrated. He couldn't talk. And he was going, Mamish Meshuggah. Really, Meshuggah. It was really an interesting thing. Uh, if you could be there. Well, we could do because we use our imagination. That's true also. <laughs> so anyways, uh, almost a year went by. He tried different doctors back and forth. And his wife finally said, You know what? If you don't go to this holy rabbi... I am leaving you. Ah, no, 
You don't leave me. Okay, I tell you what, I will go to the rabbi. But, you know, it's a very bad winter, very cold, lots of snow on the ground. I go to the rabbi after the winter. No, I want my son back now. You go to the rabbi now. All right, all right. And if I don't, I'll hit you over the head with this broom. Oh, don't hit me with the broom. Oh, I'm a general and I'm afraid of my wife. I'm a powerful general, not afraid of the enemy. I fought in wars, but my wife, she says something, boom! I have to listen. To the rabbi, I'm gonna make a cure, say some holy words. I'm gonna take with me 2,500 gold coins. Take a long time for me to earn this. But I take with me 2,500 gold coins. All right? <laughs> He's gonna do it, because I know Jewish people like money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, uh, he, he wanted to believe whatever he wanted to believe. Okay, so now... Uh, he was on his way, and it was snowing. And the driver was taking the wagon and going as fast as he could. But, you know, it just wasn't going as fast as he wanted to. I said go faster! I gotta get there! I wanna get to Chetukov before it gets dark! Then I want to come back! Okay, take it easy! I'll get you there! <coughs> and sure enough, what ended up happening was he whipped the horses and it started to go faster. Coming from the other way was another wagon. Now, the pathway was not so wide because since there was snow and the only from the horses going on the pathway padded down the snow so horses and wagons could go and they didn't have to use a sleigh necessarily. So they were going and they were coming across a turn in the bend and he didn't see, that is, the, the general's wagon didn't see. And this other person's wagon was coming around the other side, didn't see. And all of a sudden, boom, they had a head-on collision. And, of course, the, the general's horse that was going much faster, it gave a big zets, and the wagon went, boom, it flipped over. And everything fell out. And, of course, the general fell out, and the wagon driver fell off the horse, and the wagon turned over. And the other person, he looked at her. Oh my goodness gracious! It's a general, a uh, 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 a big general, uh, a big in every way. <laughs> oh my! I know what that means. Uh, I could get in trouble. Let me let me quickly push up my wagon. Uh, uh, my wagon is not as big as his. And my horse was still standing. Okay, let's get out of here before he recognizes us. And who knows what he's gonna want from me? Come on, giddy up! And of course, he went real fast, and he went away. Meanwhile, it took over two hours for the general to push up the wagon and get the horse back into shape. And, of course, he headed out, and he finally got the Tertikov. And he comes inside. All right. I am here to see the rabbi. Tell the rabbi the general Schlechtekop is here. I want to see him right now. And the shaman said, Okay, just a minute now. <laughs> uh, before you could see him, uh, let me just tell you that uh, I have to go in to the, to the rabbi. Okay, pardon me, I got a little bit of a cold. <laughs> anyway, so I have to go in to the, to the rabbi and see if he'll see you. Excuse me, rabbi, the Michigan generals do. Ah, the generals here. 
Listen to him. Tell him he has to wait his turn to see me. Okay, when it's his turn, I will see him. Okay. Excuse me, Mr. General. Uh, Mr. in the fancy pajamas, whatever. Anyway, General, uh, the rebel will see you. Fine, I'll go right... Not yet. You have to wait your turn. All these people were ahead of you. When they all go... Yeah, I have to behave myself over here. Oh, boy, this is terrible. What am I going to do? And so he had no choice. He had to wait. And finally, the Rebbe sees him. Ah, what can I do for you? Well, my wife has been bothering me. <coughs> well, you see, I have this son. And uh, all of a sudden, he fell off a ladder. And then can can understand him. He's getting frustrated. He's acting crazy, you know? I brought with me 2,500 gold coins. Really? And you have these gold coins? Yes, it's outside in my wagon. By my wagon driver is guarding it. Really? First, I'd like to see them. Yeah, yeah. Don't take anybody in between. Enough, he went out to look at the wagon. And when he looked at the wagon, what? I can't believe it. Where is it? I don't know. You were here before. Oh, no. I lost it. Oh, no. And he ran back in. And he said, Rabbi, I don't understand. I, I came with it. I it just disappeared. It didn't disappear. And suddenly the Chotkeva told him things that he wasn't even aware that the Chotkeva knew. On the way here, you had a little accident. Your wagon crashed into another wagon and it turned over. Your gold coins are over there. Now, you listen to me. I'm not doing this for the sake of the money. I don't need it. I'm doing this to make a kid Hashem. You should understand to do a God that watches over and protects the Jewish people. And you understand what I'm saying? So now, if you want your son to talk, when you get home, you do the instructions on this piece of paper. What does it say? When you get home, open it up, read it together with your wife. Yeah, okay. And so he got home. And when he got home, he opened the paper, and the paper said, uh, Give your son a patch across the face. If he still doesn't talk when you say speak, hit him again. Hit him again because he knows how to talk. Oh, dear, this is going to hurt him. All right, Ivan, come here. Ivan, let's go. Come, 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 come. Ivan, Ivan, whatever you come, 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 come. And so Ivan comes. And Ivan comes, which is the same person. It just depends on how you pronounce it. But anyways, <laughs> so Ivan comes, or Ivan. Ivan comes, and he's there. And his father gives him a frask, a patch across the face. Speak. You know how to speak. I want you to speak. And he gives him another patch. And if he gives him the second patch, he's looking at him and says, and he gives him a third patch, and a fourth patch, and finally a fifth patch. After he gives the fifth patch, the boy says, Why are you hitting me so much for? What did I do to deserve these smacks over here? Uh, I'm talking again. Whoa! Hey, hit me again. Now, only tell me to hit you until you start speaking. And he was so moved by this miracle, he ran immediately back 
to the truck of a Rebbe. And he wanted to give him the money. And he said, please, please, take this money. No, I don't need the money. But if you want to do something good, here's what you should do. One, don't bother the Jewish people anymore. Be nice to them. Be fair to them. And listen to me carefully. If you still want to do something with the money, I don't need it personally. So what this shtetl here, this town of Chotokov, doesn't have a base of medrash. Take the money and provide that they should be able to build a base of medrash. Do that. And you have a big schus, you'll have a good merit, and be kind to those people. Remember. Yes, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, sure enough, that general made a complete ibakaranish, like they say in Yiddish, complete turnaround, and he started to become a better person. No longer was he anti Semitic, no longer was he mean to the Jewish people. He was, became even a close friend to them, especially to the Chotkova Rebbe. Well, that was terrific. Once you got into it, I really hardly interrupted. Yes, I noticed. Okay, um, uh, let's see if we have time to take any phone calls. Want to call uh, uh, Rav Nissen? Call Rav Nissen. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see if we can take phone calls. Okay, let's see. Uh, maybe we have, we have time to take any phone calls. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, hello. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? I don't hear him. Are we having a problem with the phone? Oh, I can hear you. Okay. What's your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? I lost him again. I don't hear him. Hello? Are you on the air? Are you there? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello? Yes, I hear you now. Okay, what's your name and what lesson you learned tonight? Hello? I hear you. What's your name? Hello? Do you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? I hear you. Do you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Do you hear me? happening here okay hello can you hear me now hello hello maybe it's a poor connection with that phone let's try another hello you're on the air what is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story hello yes what's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story I can hear them but I don't know if they hear me do they hear me can you hear me out there? Hello? I think we're having some trouble on the line. We're going to try to fix it. Stay there. Don't go away. Oh, no? Hello? Can you hear us? Hello, hello? 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 I think something's wrong with the telephone lines. Okay, I'm very sorry, but, uh, okay, oh wait, one line is coming in. Okay. Hello? You're on the air. What's your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Well, my name is Elia Cohen, and I learned that you should... 
that you should always do Das Tyra. You should always follow Das Tyra. Follow Das Tyra is what you meant. And you should always have a Muna. A Muna and Betochen. And Betochen. Yes. A Muna leads to Betochen. Very good. Very good. So you listen well. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if we can get another caller in, if it works or not. Hello? Not working, huh? Okay. Very sorry. Apologies. We'll try to have this uh, problem fixed by the next story. Okay? Kaltim, everybody. Everybody have a wonderful weekend and enjoy your beautiful...